Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back with another podcast. It's your boy, James. I'm here with the money. Let's get it. Let's get it. Welcome back to the JD Afternoon Show. This is number three, and we're just going to recap the finals. Congratulations to your 2023 NBA champions. The Denver Nuggets. Tippy's Nuggets, I know. <laughs> hey. All right. Um, it it was it was a crazy game five. Um I was texting my boy Deontay and it was it was crazy to see that after three quarters, Miami was in it the entire time. And there was a lot of stats that don't add up for Miami to lose this game. I'm gonna actually let Deontay lead us off here. So Deontay, if you would. All right, so first of all, I want to say congratulations to Denver Nuggets on getting their first championship. I feel, they feel, like, really great. I feel like for the first securing on the home floor, like, that has to be major. Shout out to Yogi Murray. But I also feel that this was a also very winnable game by the Miami Heat. They only, like, what? They kept it very close, but I feel like Jimmy Butler really sold. Um, did not play no Jimmy Buckets, Hemi Buckets, no Buckets. He was, to me, terrible. He was terrible yesterday. And I think they need him to be better. Along with his shooters, um, I feel like they could be better. But, you know, I think Dem- Miami just needs more help in the offseason. Denver mm-hmm. showed that, you know what, we came here to play. Even though it was it was rough because Denver did not shoot well at all. But they still prevail. Jim Butler turned the ball over. That's game. James, what do you have? You know, and I, I, I agree with everything you said. Looking at the stats, when you hold a team to 56% from the – free throw line you would think you got a pretty good chance at winning that game along with you led the turnover battle and you still lost the game um you you can't win games when you have an all-star and jimmy butler i mean yeah he finished the game i think with 21 points but you can't win a game when you hand them the ball at the end and you shoot awfully i mean max strauss awful gabe vincent awful kevin love not the greatest but again kevin Love's just a role player i mean um again everybody's a role player i mean bam out of bio did his thing and he i mean he deflated in the fourth quarter but i mean he did his thing for three quarters to you know keep his team in the game um i i i would say there's a lot of pieces that need to be added up this offseason for the miami heat uh, i think they definitely need to pursue damian lillard i think if they can add damian lillard to the jimmy butler and bam out of bio i think the team will develop itself around them I think you can let Strauss and Gabe Vincent go, uh, maybe pick up one other good all-star or, you know, somewhat all-star out of free agency. Definitely needs to be tested. Um, test the waters. Pat Riley is very good at, you know, bringing players into Miami. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens come this offseason. This offseason is going to be, I think, crazy, and a lot of big moves are going to happen. There's going to be a lot of shocking things. Again, congrats, congratulations to the Denver Nuggets. It was uh, impeccable. They dominated the NBA playoffs. They went 16-4 and four in the NBA playoffs, which is just straight domination. Um, they lost a game here and there. Horton didn't lose a game at all. Um, Jokic was just a whole nother level. Jamal Murray, a whole nother level. It was amazing to see them get their first rings. DeAndre Jordan got his first ring. Ish Smith got his first ring after being on 13 different teams, 13 different years. Um, and, you, you know, one of the most important rings that were given out last night is Jeff Green. Um, Jeff, 
If nobody remembers, Jeff Green went through a procedure where he almost died uh, in 2012. Um, so huge congratulations again to the Denver Nuggets and, you know, to him getting his first ring and, you know, being able to be, you know, play and be a part of the NBA finals. Is, it was huge. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm in awe at the, you know, the consistency that the Denver Nuggets provided through the playoffs. I just, I, I, I I mean, I've seen dominant teams in the past, but Denver was just one of those teams where it was just a whole different dominance. I would agree. Um, do you see teams like now rebuilding their team to beat Denver now? It, Come- you, you, you would have to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seemed like Jokic, you know, he doesn't look physically intimidating, but when he gets the ball in his hands, he is he's a different beast. <laughs> Um, I was very shocked in this series that Bam Adebayo couldn't do more against him, honestly. Um, but again, that's athletic trainers for Denver. That's uh, straight work for uh, Jokic on his side. So yeah, I, I definitely think teams start to build around to defend Jokic and Murray. Because I mean, if you go down and you're all up on Jokic, somebody's going to be open, especially if it's a double team. And you can't mess around with Jokic when he's passing the ball around. I mean... He was Mr. Triple Double in these playoffs. I mean, yeah, he's found the open man about every every double team, every trap, like every blitz. Like he's just he's on that high level right now. He's I could someone could argue with me, but he's could be the top guy in the league at the moment until someone challenges him. Even though people got MVPs, Joel Embiid, you got to get past the what first round, second round. Yeah, so I, for me, it's Jokic. Is he's up there for me right now? I, Jokic is the guy. If you, if you look throughout this season, you look throughout the playoffs, Jokic is the guy. Uh, and that's no diss to any other all-star or anybody else that has hardware after this year. But like you said, you got you got to make it out of the first round, out of the second round. You got to, you know, you're fighting for a championship. Uh, and as an MVP of the regular season, I you fell flat on your face um, when it came to the playoffs. And I'm sorry, you had one good performance to me. Um so shout out to Jokic. I thought his comments in the in the press conference were hilarious. <laughs> the best one was like, "I want to go home," and they're like, "You can't. You gotta go to the parade." And he was like, "Okay." <laughs> uh, that was great. Um, the NBA offseason is 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 now upon us, um, and one of the already early signs is Fred VanVleet um, declining his player option in Toronto. So my question is, what's going to happen? Fred VanVleet, he is—he was in Toronto for a while. Has a championship, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, he has a ring. Okay, I feel like he could go to any team that needs like little veteran that's going to give you quality minutes, starter or bench. I mean, if if he has an ego or not, he probably won't care. But you know, Fred we can go to a contender and help a team contend for a championship for sure. Because I don't think he likes what's going on in Toronto. I don't know like what's going on in Toronto, but who, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Toronto's one of those messes. Um, you know, once Kawhi Leonard left, again, it was one of those teams that just went downhill. Um, I'm very excited for this year's free agency because there is a lot of talent, and I mean young talent, in this year's free agency. Uh, so if teams wanted to build around free agency this year, this this is the year to do it. Um, interested to see if the Lakers, you know, re-sign Rory Hashimoto uh, and Austin Reeves. If they can get them two done, then it's time to start making roster moves to build that roster again. Um, obviously, we all know that 
Kyrie is not coming to LA, so that can you know be out of uh, people's minds. There's a lot of team options on a lot of players this year. Uh, we'll see if team if the teams are going to follow through. Um, I, I would say there's probably going to be a definitely definitely a few more players out of the team options that aren't going to be there. Again, there's more player options to be made. A um, couple big names. Andre Drummond has a player option that he, if he wants to stay with Chicago or not, he can leave. He's, you know, he's only 30 years old, so he still has a lot to provide. Um, Draymond Green has a player option to leave. He could leave. You could see Draymond leave, and honestly, that might be a name you want to throw into LA. Uh, he he has a lot of ties to LeBron, and they talked about playing with each other. And also on your radar, look out for Chris Paul going to the Lakers as well, and then getting rid of D'Angelo Russell. And honestly, I think if you get rid of D'Angelo Russell and you let him just go play somewhere else, I, I think that's a great move. D'Angelo Russell deserves to be on a team where he can play, you know, 35-plus minutes a game and be the starter. I, I think D'Angelo Russell, if he has that consistency, mm-hmm. I think he he could be a good point guard. Uh, another young name, uh, Derek Jones. Again, another Chicago name. Chicago has a couple players on here that I would want to keep, but again, they might not. Josh Hart. Uh, another guy that has a player option, Chris Middleton, has a player option. I highly decline. I highly doubt that he's going to decline a forty million dollar player option <laughs> to go play somewhere else. But I mean, crazier things have happened. Um, Bruce Brown, who just won a championship with the Nuggets, I think he's going to stay put there in uh, in Denver, getting his ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan Clarkson's another name that's going to be thrown around the league a lot. He has a player option. James Harden, I've I've heard and I've read multiple reports that. Um, he's going back to Houston and James Harden going back to Houston with the young squad around them. That, that might be a scary move. Victor Oladipo. I think, I think he'll stay in Miami. If not, um, he'll be a good pickup for anybody after his surgery and recovery and all that. He's a guaranteed at least 15 points off your bench, but these are just, these are just some of the names that are available, uh, that could be available. I mean, there's a list that goes on and on and on and on. Um, Kyrie Irving. <clears throat> big one. Uh, is going to be a free agent here soon. I really don't think Dallas has the um, the money to re-sign him. Uh, we can look at that here in a second to see if they do. But there's also other names on here. Gabe Vincent, uh, Fred Van Vliet, Russell Westbrook's a free agent, Dennis Smith Jr., Schroeder, Russell uh, – I'm sorry, D'Angelo Russell, Kendrick Nunn. I mean, the, the list goes on for point guards. Jordan Clarkson. I, I, I mean, it's Steph Curry, Will Barton, uh, Danny Green, who I think, I think honestly, he's coming to the end of his career. Um, could be a good role player off the bench to get, you know, a couple minutes. Again, we'll see if Austin Reeves, Lonnie Walker, and Ray Hashimura get re-signed. Andre Iguodala, I think it's time to hang it up, buddy. <laughs> You're not providing anything anymore. Uh, again, there's just – the, the names go on and on, and these are a lot of the names that stick out. But, again, it's a lot of young talent. There's a lot of 23, 24, 25-year-olds. Um, none of these players I would ever consider washed, except our, you know a lot of our older players that don't play any minutes anymore. Um, so we will, we will see. We'll keep track. We'll keep you guys updated on the roster moves. Um, I, I think Fred Van Vliet is one of those big names. Uh, Christoph Portazingas is going to be one of those names yeah. that's going to get thrown around. Um, you know, see if I, I, what if what if this happens? What if Chris Middleton goes to Sacramento? Ooh, I think that would be big for Sacramento. Colin Sexton, Sabonis, 
You add Chris Middleton to that lineup. That would be big for them. Having like a little, I guess you can call Middleton a little 3 and D. I mean, he's a mid-range specialist for sure. But going on a team like that, that went to what, first round? First round playoffs? Mm-hmm. They, they went to they, they They take the Warriors to seven. Take the Warriors to seven. So I would just take that. You just took the Warriors to seven. You had Chris Middleton. Hey, you got a chance. But then you still might have to see Denver, of course. But, you know. Can Here's a big rumor that I we can start right now. James Harden to the Lakers. Um, I've heard rumors that he could go to Phoenix Suns. I feel like that's something he would do just because his name is James Harden. Um, but you know, seeing James Harden in the Lakers uniform wouldn't like surprise me. His name is James Harden. But do the Lakers? Do the Lakers have that money? I mean, LeBron James coming up on a final his final contract year with LA. Uh, Anthony Davis is apparently eligible for a three-year, $168 million contract extension, which I don't think the offer should go to him this year. Uh, AD, I mean, AD is AD. He's he's a great player. He's a great great forward slash center. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it comes down to health. Um, I mean, AD was was there when LeBron wasn't as far as when the injuries were happening and they started going on that little run to make the playoffs. But – AD just has not been consistent, has not been a consistent player since the bubble. Um, since then, he's just, it's just injury after injury. The bug is hitting him. So do LA, does LA restrict his money? Does LA ask him to, you know, come down on money? Or what What, what do we do with an Anthony, Anthony Davis contract? I presume, I don't know. Um, like, presuming that he has been very inconsistent, it's like, like it's it's kind of hard to decide what you do with a guy like that, but I mean he's still uh I don't know when healthy a top five player in the league, but I feel LA might I feel like they keep him get some backup centers you know bench depth big one <laughs> big one I think they they add those things maybe see if LeBron comes back or not but you know I would say if I'm the Lakers presume that LeBron's not coming back if LeBron doesn't come back what are you guys gonna do? So I would say build around with that aspect. What do you think, James? I would for for the Lakers specifically, I would say start building around young talent. Mm-hmm. I, I think the young talent is what needs to be built around. And again, it's it's only because the players that we love to see every day are getting older. Um, it's it they're, they're not going to be in the league much longer. Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Steph Curry, um, Kyrie Irving. The I mean the list goes on as far as older players go. And again, they're not that old, but. They're, they're hitting the point in that career where, okay, this is that tell-in. We want to start getting more rings than we want to get anything. And this is why you start seeing these all-stars leave teams so often is they're hitting the tell-in of these careers, and they're like, I, I want rings. Mm-hmm. So as far as LeBron goes, I think I think he'll get healthy this offseason as, as much as he can. And I think, he'll, I think he returns to the Lakers for one final year. And when I mean one final year, you guys – discredit this man so much you throw so much shade on this guy's name Jokic had very similar numbers to what LeBron did in 2018 but that was just an average run by the king but when Jokic did it it was an historic run so the comparisons need to really calm down as far as the LeBron anthem goes uh that's that's a personal thing for me yeah I agree I agree (laughs) um but I think I think LeBron makes that push I think we're gonna see a dominant LeBron James again I think we're gonna see that LeBron James from honestly 2017 2018 where he's just dominant in every aspect of the game he knows we got to go on his back one final time and I I look for a big run I look for AD to 
try to add muscle onto his body more and become more physical again. Um, th those are a few of the things. I look for Boston to start a rebuild. Um, I think Marcus Smart might be on a way out. Al Horford definitely on a way out. Um, start building around Jalen uh, Jalen Brown, honestly, and Jason Tatum, I would say build around. But again, another all-star that did not really show up for what was supposed to be a super competitive series. I mean, again, they took it to seven when they needed to, but in the final game of the series, you got stomped and you did not show up. Neither, honestly, neither one of your all-stars showed up. So I, I look for a, I look for a big rebuild as far as that goes for Boston. I look for the Cleveland Cavaliers to add on and maybe get rid of a piece and add on a piece um, and not disappear when it comes to the NBA playoffs next year. I don't know what happened to Donovan Mitchell and the, you know, the rest of the Cavs, but I did not expect them to lose to the New York Knicks, not you know, discrediting the Knicks in any way. Uh, but I definitely thought the late, the Cavaliers were a lot more talented than the New York Knicks. Um, I, I, and again, th this NBA offseason, there is going to be a lot, and I mean a lot of moves you are not going to expect, and it's going to shock you um, at what's going to happen. So we shall see. It was a great, great NBA year. Uh, I'm not really disappointed in anything. I'm very happy who won the championship. Again, me and Deontay talked about it. This is, you know, we didn't expect Denver to be here. We didn't expect Miami to be here. I honestly expected it to be a classic finals where I thought it was going to be the Celtics and Lakers again, just mm -hmm. because of how the Lakers took care of the Warriors. But that's why it's any given game. Anything can happen when health plays a big factor in a lot of these teams. I, I, I look for a lot of change the, this coming year before the new NBA season starts. As an NBA fan, I'm excited for like the offseason. It's like the best time. You see it's like random Saturday, uh oh, this player signs, this player signs, this big contracts. You don't even know. So I think this is one like one of the most exciting times as an NBA fan in the offseason, seeing who your team gets. Oh, and then summer league. So yeah, this is like one of my favorite times of the year. Even though I don't get to watch basketball, it's not the same playoff intensity, but you know, you got summer league. So, you know, see the young guys, seeing young talent out. It's always well, good to see. You still have basketball. Nobody pays attention to the WNBA. <laughs> Ooh, that's another good one. That's another good one. I don't watch WNBA personally a lot, but I feel like nothing else being on. Have to tune into some WNBA action because we do have some WNBA hoopers for sure. The the WNBA this year is probably the most competitive I think I have seen it in a long time. And I've, I've talked about this before in a previous podcast, not this one, but – if you guys are not paying attention to women basketball because you think it's boring, you don't think it's competitive, da, 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 whatever the case may be, I am telling you right now, the WNBA is one of the most competitive sports, along with women's college basketball and any other women's sport. If you guys missed the women's softball you know, finals and watched Oklahoma win their third title consecutively. Three-beat. Uh, and dominate a season at 55 and one. That's insane. You, you guys are missing out on women's sports. It, it, they are just as competitive as men and sometimes even more competitive. Mm -hmm. um, a few things to throw at you guys real quick. Uh, back to the WNBA thing, like I was telling you, the Aces are eight and one. 
they are holding opponent, opponents under 80 points a game. They're almost scoring 100 points a game. That is almost a 30-point differential. It is insane. Uh, another squad, the Sun. They're eight and two. Um, they're holding they're holding uh, like a four and a half point differential. But with that being said, it's not that that's the differential. They've got talent. The Liberty have talent. Mystics have talent. The Wings have talent. I mean, every single team has talent, and the records don't really say who they are. Um, the Storm being one and six, that's not the Storm. I can tell you that right now. Um, and I can tell you, I can tell you this that. These teams, again, it's the young talent that is providing um, game after game, time after time. It's just, it's it's incredible to see where these players have developed, where these players, have, you know, are, are coming out of. Um, and, and they're coming out of nowhere. I mean, you got Aja Wilson playing for the Aces, averaging 20 points a game in 30 minutes. That's just incredible numbers to be putting up. Uh, I mean, she has... Another, you know, she has her teammate Jackie Young, who's putting up 20 points a game with her. You got another teammate in Kelsey Plum. We all know who where she came from. Mm-hmm. She's averaging 15. Chelsea Gray averaging 14. This that that's this squad alone. It's it could be a you know is the championship favorite right now. For sure. Um, I, it's just nobody pays attention to these women and what they're doing. It's they're doing crazy things that a lot of people did not expect. So I am saying this, and I will continuously say it. Tune in watch the WNBA it is great Brianna Stewart for the Liberty is averaging 25 points a game 10 boards she is killing it and we all know where Brianna Stewart came from she was dominant in college it was it was incredible and you know you got Sabrina that's her teammate averaging 17 a game I mean it's 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 amazing what these teams are doing and stacking the way they are it's it's crazy so please, if you have not tuned in, and I get it, tune in. You will not be disappointed, I promise. We're going to go ahead and end this episode. Again, congratulations to the 2023 Denver Nuggets. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for another awesome show, the JD Afternoon Show. We out. <laughs>